Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. AB here along with Jack, and we are the Street Catchers. Jack, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling a little blue, though, because we don't have a stream to catch this week, unfortunately. Last week was no the show, end. no uh, review. No review, no shows. So what, pray tell, are <laughs> your gorgeous hosts going to talk about this week? Well, fortunately, Marvel had our back and gave us a really great Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer. And I have a few other little nuggets I want to talk to Jack about. So strap in, folks. No quick hits. Jack. What did you think of the Doctor Strange trailer? Man, I, how many times have you watched it? I've probably watched it at least 10 times. <laughs> four, four or five, four or five. Okay, I've been watching it a lot. I'm, I'm excited, man. I, I'm, getting, uh, I'm starting to get on your level with excitement as, as far as the, the Doctor Strange train goes. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot to like in this movie. I'm really glad that they've been uh, you know, pretty secretive about the plot. I've read some leaks here or there, but... Unfortunately, uh, as far as the leaks go, I've, I've read some, um, uh, some leaks that make me think that other leaks aren't going to be true. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like these leaks are yeah. canceling each other out. It can't be about everything. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. I know. When, when you look at this trailer and even the little teaser we got at the end of No Way Home, it definitely looks like this mind-bending, just visually stunning film. And, you know, the first Doctor Strange movie was very visually stunning, with the, especially like the, the mirror dimension and stuff like that. Yes. This one just looks like it's going to take it all the way to the next level, even though I do think Marvel can be a bit over-reliant at times on CGI. It looks like it's going to be done very well here. So I'm very excited. I know what you're talking about, though. Like, I don't really know how to pin a plot on this. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I have seen so many, I don't know if they're leaks or just rumors and speculation. I'm going to get into that for sure with you. Uh -huh. uh, you. You told me over text, you're like, just spill the beads. What, what do you know? Yeah. Or what does it matter? Because, yeah. you know, if, if, if it comes mm -hmm. true, we all knew that Toby and Andrew were going to be in Spider-Man. And that didn't ruin that moment at all nope. so if any of this comes true that we're going to talk about here uh i'm sorry you could you could skip this episode and come <laughs> back to it or, or just whatever but let's talk about the elephant in the in the damn room let's talk about yes. the uh, other gorgeous bald gentleman <laughs> that we heard and that is charles mother freaking xavier jack <laughs> the man himself on the uh what is speculated to be the illuminati that's interesting. Uh, it it's is an very... interesting angle. Uh, boy, did you do any research on the Illuminati before? Um, just a little bit. Just a, I, I, I did more research on uh, the speculation. Who was sitting in those chairs? Who else would be on this Illuminati? And uh, I mean, it's. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be good. I, I, I don't know who else they'll they'll have for this movie, but I, I, it sounds like whoever they want. It could be in this lineup of the Illuminati, and that's very exciting. Uh, knowing that we're getting the Fantastic Four moving forward, knowing that we're going to get mutants, you know, and knowing that this is in the multiverse, right? This could have dead characters. This could have different versions of characters we already know. We could see Captain Carter here. We could see uh, we could see the the Tom Cruise Iron Man. We could. There's so many. 
things that we can see here. You're saying this, a lot of things here. Let's slow down a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What I'm trying to say, <laughs> I know what you're trying to up say. with a bow is that this is a really exciting opportunity for them to have a bunch of characters in the shadows that they can have uh, voices for now and, and be, you know, named later, you know, they could be on screen later. You know, this is, it's, it's a really, I'm, I'm nerd now here. I'm just very, very excited about it. <laughs> well, I didn't think that I have anything to say about Dr. <laughs> <laughs> that was you before I hit record. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, right, well, let's 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 take a breath here, real fast. Let's. There are probably people listening that that are like, "Hold on, you gave me a whole lot of info here." Let's. Out at you. Yeah. Let's let's first break down the Illuminati here. So the idea here is that Professor X, Charles Xavier, is going to be um, a member of the Illuminati. Now, in the comics, the Illuminati is a group of leaders of other factions of Marvel heroes. So this was a storyline that came through after the Kree-Scroll War where uh, uh, Professor X, Tony Stark, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt of the Inhumans, Reed Richards, Namor, and Black Panther all met together and they wanted to share information amongst each other to help sort of steer things to prevent wars like the Kree-Scroll War from breaking out. Black Panther ultimately didn't uh, become an initial member of the Illuminati. So when we look at that lineup, obviously that's not going to be the lineup here, but we could see some reoccurring characters. And I think that obviously with Professor X being in here, um, you mentioned it, Tony Stark with a uh, Tom Cruise playing him is is something that has been rumored for years, not just within the last few months. Right. People have <clears throat> speculated that he may play a Tony Stark variant at some point. Um, we saw there is a lot of speculation that John Krasinski, who you'll know as uh, Jim Halpert from The Office, he <laughs> yeah. has been cast as a Reed Richards. Probably not Reed Richards that we will see in the Fantastic Four movie down the road, but potentially as a Reed Richards variant for just this movie. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the, the shot that we got in this trailer where you see the wide shot with the six chairs you see a figure walking across the way. That looks a lot like Mordo. If you see him in this trailer, he's got the dreadlocks um, and mm -hmm. it looks like that's sort of the silhouette figure of him. There's someone sitting down, uh, looks to have long hair, maybe a female. A lot of people are speculating that's gonna be Peggy Carter as Captain Carter, uh, who we were introduced mm -hmm. to in What If. Uh, if you look at the Doctor Strange poster there is a uh, glass shatter of her shield off down in the I think lower right hand side mm -hmm. um, and then there's another figure that's off to the left you can't really tell who it is it looks to be like a necklace emblem around his chest some people are speculating perhaps a Black Panther variant hard to say uh, I've seen a lot of people speculate that maybe Loki is a figure on this on this lineup I've seen people speculate we could see a Kang variant on this lineup. I've seen people speculate uh, either Maria or Monica Rambo uh, on this lineup. You'll know Maria Rambo is um, Carol Danvers' friend from Captain Marvel. Monica Rambo, obviously her daughter who uh, got the powers in WandaVision. So I'm spitting a lot of info like Jack because there's just so yep. much to really <clears throat> there, There's a here. lot, yeah. So that's the, to me, that's the thing that I am the most excited about is what is going on with this Illuminati? Who's in it? And what really does it mean 
for the MCU? Yeah, uh, I think that the the thing that draws my attention is that it's it's very similar to uh, similar in vibe to the TVA, but it isn't the TVA, and right. that's where my biggest questions lie. Is if they if they're going to continue this route with the multiverse, why wouldn't the TVA be involved? Right, exactly. Unless the TVA had some sort of a downfall, we don't really know mm-hmm. what to make of the end of Loki season one. Um, so yeah, what, what is it? Is it something that watches over the multiverse or is it something a little bit different than that? How does it function separate from the TVA or does it govern the TVA? Like who knows what, what, what that can mean. One thing I do want to bring up that was in the trailer before we see that wide shot and you hear Charles Xavier's voice, you see, Mm -hmm. uh, you see Dr. Strange escorted up into the room by Ultron bots. Mm Mm-hmm. So that is where a lot of people are speculating that we may see an Iron Man variant and that this is from a reality where his Ultron actually worked and he became Iron Man superior. You think maybe this is something we could see, Jack? That would be an interesting uh, setup for this world that we're in because this doesn't, I mean, this does not look like, you know, our world and we know we're in the multiverse. So this is... This is either some, you know, higher plane of existence or just a different, uh, a different part, you know, different universe. Um, but I, I think that would be, that'd be pretty cool to see, to see a, uh, a reality that was, that was saved by Ultron rather than Ultron turning evil. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what the, uh, I feel like they would, uh, you know, Dr. Strange would definitely come to him for help if that was the, if that was the case um you know because they've seen different you know they've seen success whereas we've seen failure where did we fail right where did ultron right. fail where did it go wrong um i don't know i don't know if, if uh you know especially if it is, if it does become uh tom if it is tom cruise as iron man i i doubt he'll be in it a lot i feel right. like that will definitely be cameo uh which is fine you know i'm not attached to tom cruise's and i think it sounds kind of silly to be honest but it is it is kind of cool that they've taken uh you know the opportunity to cast these characters that have basically been fan cast for a long time and just like hey we can do whatever we want we can show you you know (laughs) you know what it would remind me of if we saw tom cruise's iron man it would almost be exactly like Tom Cruise as Austin Powers in Goldmember. Oh my God, that is not the connection I thought you were going to make. I thought you were going to say Matt Damon as uh, <laughs> it's Loki. Oh, it was Thor. Was it Loki? Was it one and of then, the two. <laughs> I forget who Thor was, but yeah, it kind of has that. Uh, it has that vibe, but like it, it'll be more serious, right? Like it will have to be more serious. Sure. Oh yeah, I don't expect them to, to make it out to be a. I don't. We're not going to get Ralph Bonard if they have Tom right. as, <laughs> as Iron Man. That would be. Yeah. I don't think that would happen. But you're right. The beauty of the multiverse, and not just what we had established with Loki and Spider Man, and and that you you could you can have access to different versions of characters and also past versions that we've seen in in Marvel legacy movies. But there's just so much freedom that you can that you can take with with bringing anybody in here. I mean, I've seen people, I've seen reports that they reached out to Ben Affleck to see if he would be interested in doing Daredevil. 
whether or not he, yeah. whether or not he does, you know, it would be it would be hilarious if he was Batman. But whether or not he does, <laughs> uh, you know, remains to be seen. There's there's even a, a a clip, not a clip, a screenshot of the poster, and it's a glass shard similar to the Captain Carter. But it looks, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those like it looks like this, but it might not be this. It looks a lot like Deadpool. And get, oh, with the yes, the space, like, with, yeah. yes, I I have seen that post. Uh, I, I I don't see it personally, but you know now would be the time if they want to uh, smash everybody in here. <laughs> now would be the time, especially you know because we know that they're doing a Deadpool three at some point that will mm-hmm. be within the MCU continuity, and it'll be rated R and all the good stuff. So uh, there's just a lot. That, that they're able to do with this. I've even seen rumors that we may see Tobey Maguire come back, which would make sense considering that Sam Raimi, who directed those yeah. movies, is directing this. So yeah, uh, all of that just has me really geeked and excited for the possibilities. And it feels like the, the fact that they gave away Charles Xavier in the trailer, it's like, if you're willing to give that away, what there's are you much more? Oh yeah, there's more. Yeah, and that's really exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, the problem that I'm having with the trailer is that it, it, it it's showing so much and I know that it's multiverse. So I don't know what to, what to get excited about specifically. I like, I don't know what the, you know, I don't know what the plot of the movie is, is even about. Like, I don't know what they're really going to be focusing on. Um, I'm just mesmerized by all these crazy images. You know what I mean? I'm from what I'm gathering and, and you know how Marvel is with their trailers. They really like to steer you off. They they'll remove things and then put them back in post. And, you know, especially with Toby and Andrew, when you see the shot of the three Spider-Men jumping out against the three villains, they took Toby and Andrew out of that. Uh, we've seen mm-hmm. them do that in infinity war and Endgame trailer. They, they like to be coy with these trailers. And, and now that you don't have Sony to just give everything away, I think yeah. they're, they're really <laughs> keeping a lot of secrets here, but what I'm gathering, he's dealing with not just the repercussions of Spider-Man, but of all of the things that he's done that we've seen him do in the past. Going back in time to, to view all the alternative possibilities of beating Thanos and, and everybody mm-hmm. using the times, or not using the time stuff, but going back in time and coming back and using the stones to bring everyone back. Uh, rewinding time to beat Dormammu, right? He's, he's altered reality many times. And there's that yeah. line at the end of Doctor Strange where he's talking to Mordo and Mordo says, you alter with reality. And when you alter with reality, the bill always comes due. And yeah. so I think that we're obviously seeing him grapple with some of the repercussions of his actions and in trying to save the world. He said that line in the trailer, I did what I had to do to save our world. So that's yep. why you see him go up to talk to Wanda and see if she can help him out with with what's going on. We see him go to Mordo at some point and Mordo's kind of like, sorry, bro, I told you. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. I don't think that they're really giving us a whole lot. You know, I'm really curious to see how, how they start the movie, what really launches us into the thick of it, how he meets America Chavez, what's, wh- what's the point where Wanda turns. Like there's so much that I'm really just intrigued by. This movie mm-hmm. feels like another event movie, another like just yes. bigger than bigger than Shang-Chi, bigger than yes. Black Widow, bigger than Ant-Man and the Wasp. This feels like another Endgame, No Way Home event. I agree. I agree. And that's what's so exciting about it. Yeah. Um, did you did you also watch the um, I know you were watching the, the Super Bowl at a bar, so it was, it was hard to watch. But did you did you pull up the like 30 second spot that they paid for for the Super Bowl? 
the Doctor Strange one? Yeah. Yeah. There's I, just a I, couple couple extra shots. A little a little more focus on uh strange zombie strange and zombie Wanda. And Defender Strange as well. Um, yes. Yeah, the, so the zombie stuff, that's intriguing. And I don't even know how to even begin speculation on, on where that comes into play and Same. what's going to happen with that. Uh, but the idea that we're going to have all these different versions of Strange is just, uh, it's really, I, I, one thing I, would, I will say that I hope that they do is I hope that they bring in a Strange that's played by someone other than Benedict Cumberbatch. I think that would be good, yeah. Because I feel like it would be weird if we had t- all those 20 Lokis and only two of them looked like Loki. And we, yeah. had, we just had Spider-Man. We have three different looking Spider-Man. But then you have all of these Doctor Strange and they're all Benedict Cumberbatch. That would be like, give me a... Yeah. Somebody, give me somebody else. If, <laughs> if they are all Benedict Cumberbatch, I at least want a reason. At least some, some reason why they're all Benedict Cumberbatch. You know what I mean? I think that's fair. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. It just would be, give me one non-Benedict Cumberbatch Strange. and I'm One CGI <laughs> Beast Strange or something like that. And I'll be all Soccer right. player Strange. Or, <laughs> yeah. Some, or str- some, you know, what would be got? funny is if, 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 if they had uh, Wong play a Doctor <laughs> Strange. And he's like, oh, hey, Wong. And Wong's like, no, I'm, I'm Stephen Strange. And he's like. No, you're Wong, right? Like, no, I'm Steven. Tr- Whoa, hold on. That would be funny. Yeah, but even <laughs> something like that, yeah. Just don't don't make them all Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> um, what I, oh, there is another big thing. People are sort of trying to speculate and figure out who that glowing person is. Um, yes. I've seen people say Human Torch. I don't think it's Human Torch. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen people say Monica or Maria Rambo. It might be Maria Rambo who mm-hmm. is part of the Illuminati, perhaps. I think that that would make sense. Um, or it could be Monica Rambo, who she got her powers in WandaVision, has tangled with her. You see the two of them clash mm-hmm. in this. So um, do you have any theories on who that could be? Well, my my knee-jerk reaction was that it was Human Torch. That's when I texted you, yep. uh, like right after the the TV spot. And then, uh, you know, I've watched it a couple more times since then. I've seen it a little closer. It doesn't look like Human Torch. It does look like, it looks a lot like uh, Monica Rambeau in WandaVision. So I'm, I'm thinking that if it's not her, it's some sort of variant, some sort of, uh, you know, Tesseract-infused uh, super character. But um, as for the identity, I would not, I would not venture. I, I guess if I had to venture a guess, um, I would. I would just guess Monica Rambeau. I think. I think it's it's her in a with a slightly different look. And this is one of those things where they just meant to show you that she's going to be in it, and the internet's running away with it. <laughs> I think that's the most likely. And I think that if it's not that, it would be her mom, Maria Rambeau, in some sort of alternate reality where she got infused with the Tesseract instead of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. those are the two most likely pos. I saw people speculating that that was superior Tony Star or a superior Iron Man, um, mm-hmm. and then but like once you like actually freeze it and even zoom in, it's it's very clearly a black woman. Yeah. So it's like it's not, it's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't this know. is this is Queen Latifah Iron Man. <laughs> I'm here for it. Give me bringing down the house, Queen Latifah as Iron Man. <laughs> It's the multiverse, baby. <laughs> you can get away with anything. <laughs> you can, and it's exciting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, I mean, so 
we, we speculated on the plot and, and some of the some of the major things. Another, another thing that I'm really excited about for this movie before we probably wrap up on Doctor Strange is the introduction of America Chavez. Did you do any research on who this character is? Um, I just know her as Miss Marvel. Um, Miss America. Miss America? Yes. Say more. Miss Marvel is uh, Kamala Khan. That's Kamala Khan. Oh, man. Okay, my yeah. bad. So this is, so Miss America, America Chavez, she, mm-hmm. her power is multiversal travel. She also has oh, super wow. strength and, and vulnerability. She's actually low-key, like one of the strongest characters in the MCU. And she is a member of the Young Avengers. So at some point, oh, wow. we'll see her tangle up with some of these other younger Avengers. Um, and okay, this, well, she I'm was, embarrassed that I, I didn't Google her. That's all right. That's all right. She, uh, it's, it's very Miss Marvel, Miss America. It's like, you know. Well, I just, yeah, I didn't look into, I didn't dig too deep because I'm pretty excited about Miss Marvel. So I, did, I just assumed it was Miss Marvel. I was like brain off. Like, I don't want to learn too much and be disappointed. So I was like, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you're here with Save. <laughs> so uh, she actually, there was some concept art to show that she was supposed to be introduced in Spider-Man. Okay. Back before they, because fl- Spider-Man was supposed to come out before this. Um, right. So, but, thanks to the pandemic and all that. So they flipped it and then uh, she's going to be introduced here. So I imagine we'll see her introduced pretty early on. I'm just really curious to see how she gets introduced and how she gets to Stephen Strange and, and really what they do with that character. Because it seems like a really intriguing character that hopefully we see a lot more of moving forward. Yeah, with, with her thing being multiversal travel, I wonder if she'll have uh, you know much bigger role uh, in this movie than they're letting on. Oh, I, I I expect that to be the case. Yeah, I expect her to be in oh. this quite a bit. Yeah, so that'll be exciting. I feel like this will kind of be their their closest connection to the Young Avengers uh, as of yet. I mean, they've done a little foreshadowing, uh, but right. this is it's getting realer. It's they're getting there, right? We got Kate Bishop now. We we have seen um, Wanda's kids. We've seen Eli Bradley and Kid Loki. So we we are getting a little bit closer to. To it, I imagine we're still quite a while, quite a ways off before we get a show or a movie on them. But they're bringing them in slowly but surely, and and I'm excited about about it. Cool. I think that's all I had on Doctor Strange. Did you have any more final thoughts on it? Uh, no, no. Well, we well, folks, we are three months away from it. Not less than three months, actually, at this point. So uh, we'll definitely do a review of it. It'll be during an off week between Moon Knight and Kenobi. So look out for that. But if you hadn't been able to tell, we're excited for it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Speaking of excited, <laughs> What's Jack next? DC put out a little 60-second sizzle reel of the movies that they have coming out this year. Okay. Um, we, they showed some highlights of The Batman, The Flash, Aquaman, and Black Adam. Of course, Everything that they showed for Batman has been shown. Everything that they mm-hmm. showed for the Flash outside of a shot where you see some shades come down out of his mask. That was all in the teaser that has already been released. Aquaman gave us like a shot of him in yeah. a stealth suit. But Black Adam. Let's talk about Black Adam. Yeah, let's do it. I, I don't know much about Black Adam. I think that he is a uh, villain counterpart to Shazam. Is that fair to say? He is to Shazam what Venom is to Spider-Man. I mean, he is, okay. yeah, same powers. He says Shazam. and all. So for a backstory on Black Adam, 
he was an Egyptian slave 5,000 years ago uh, in the city of Kandak. It's basically, I think, I'm pretty sure, I don't think it's a real place. I'm pretty sure it's like Gotham. Um, but Kandak, sure. um, he was given the powers of Shazam and then it corrupted him. He killed the people that enslaved him and he freed all the people that uh, were slaves. And then uh, because he was corrupted, I think this is like the original story and not the new 52 revised version, but he, because he was corrupted, he was locked away for thousands and thousands of years. And then he gets released again uh, in present day. So if he says Shazam and, and goes back to his normal, Teth Adam is his real name. If he goes back, yeah. he just turns into bones and withers away. That's like how they defeat him in the comics. Oh, okay. So he is, he starts out for sure as a villain, a lot like Venom did. And then over time, he's more morally ambiguous. He's definitely for his people, somewhat of an anti-hero, uh, but definitely, um, you know, a villain towards some of the, you know, some people like Superman or, or Shazam. He is one of Shazam's biggest villains. So um, I think it's a big deal that they're doing this movie. I, I you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've read all of his comics. I know a ton about the character, uh, but mm -hmm. he's someone that I'm really intrigued by and, uh, I, I, this movie looks like it's going to be a lot of fun based on a little bit of, of, of shots and visuals that we got. Yeah. Well, I am. Um, I mean, you know that I'm, I'm not, uh, not as into these DC movies. I think that's kind of a, a similar opinion most places, but you know, I've, I've seen, I was about to say all of them. I've not seen wonder woman 84. Um, I've seen all of them, but that one, and you know, I enjoy them. They're, they're, they're different. They're fun. Uh, but this this little sixty second spot made me really excited uh, for for twenty twenty two DC um, and and curious uh, curious how they're going to play uh, you know these flash timelines curious if uh, new Batman's going to be great which I uh, really really hoping it's going to be great um, but it it is it's fun to be curious about uh, what DC's cooking up. It is, man. And yeah, you know, for, for much has been said about their cinematic universe. I personally, as a, a really big DC fan, uh, have been let down quite a bit by a lot of what they've done. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, Man of Steel is fine. Batman versus Superman is not. The first Suicide Squad <laughs> is not. Uh, the, first, the Justice League that we got in theaters was not good. Mm -hmm. uh, but Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman was great. Uh, this last Suicide Squad was great. Peacemaker has been awesome. Shazam was really good. The first Aquaman was all right. Uh, they they've had some ups and downs. Even even Birds of Prey was was pretty solid. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm hopeful that they are figuring it out. The thought process with this Flash movie is it's sort of a way that they can take his power of time travel, a multiversal travel, and reset or maybe do like a soft reboot on the timeline so that they can move forward uh, with some better continuity. Uh, that seems mm -hmm. to be what they hope to do. They're going to utilize the Flashpoint storyline to do that. Um, Flash, I would say, is probably my third favorite superhero. So I'm going to be picky with this movie. I'm, oh, really, sure. really, I'm really hoping that it's good. I haven't been the biggest fan of Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, but We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my, uh, I'm keeping my optimism up because that's what I do. Um, yeah. We'll talk about Batman in a second. Black Adam looks great. Doctor Fate is going to be in it. He looks great. Hawkman looks great. 
Um, there's some other heroes that I'm not super familiar with, Cyclone and Adam Smasher, that we'll see. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing just the Society of America. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're branching out and giving us new, fresh characters. Um, and hopefully, hopefully they are uh, riding the ship and it's going to be good moving forward. Yeah, it's, it's good to see him making big moves still, too. Um, yes. I, I was wondering uh, while I was watching the 60-second spot if this is uh, – if, if the, the multiversal travel and, and everything with Flash is how they're going to incorporate new Batman into uh, the, the grander scope. Pat, uh, Robert Pattinson, at least as of now, is not supposed to be a part of the, the larger – just totally separate, huh? Totally separate. Yeah, Matt Reeves. Okay. They wanted. They For wanted. Now, probably. They wanted to do that. D, uh, DC and Warner wanted to do that. Uh, they really wanted Matt Reeves to direct this. He said that he would love to do it, but he's not doing it as far as as part of a bigger, larger universe. He'd only want to do his own separate Batman. Um, so, you know, things change, right? Who knows? But mm-hmm. as far as it goes, it sounds like they. It sounds like they want Michael Keaton to be the Batman in the main continuity moving forward. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's, that's neat. Um, you know, I think that, uh, that's probably a good way to play it, you know, especially with, with something as important as Batman, just do things one step at a time. And if it is super successful and if the teams do want to interact and and branch out, then they can. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's a good outline for now is to have it separate. I do too. And it actually segues perfectly into my next talking point because okay. I wanted to talk a little bit about Batman. Um, there's a few little nuggets that I want to just drop by and we could chat about it for a minute, but um, I've told you this many times. I probably annoyed you to death about it. I could not be more excited for this movie. Uh, I'm going to see the early release on March 1st in IMAX. I cannot wait. Uh, I truly think that this movie has potential to be as good, if not better than the dark Knight. I know I sound like Man. a madman. I know I sound crazy, but you know what, Jack, I remember a time where you said that the dark Knight wouldn't even be good. So don't you dare give me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's, right. That's true. No, you're right. Um, I just, ah, man, when you say stuff like that, I, I, I just get so worried that you're going to be let down so big. <laughs> I, I know I'm really trying to manage my expectations, but when I, I just, everything that I've seen, they're really going to dive into the, the detective side of Batman. This is going to be a full on noir film. We're going to see a version of Batman that we really haven't seen. I think they're going to focus more on Batman than they really ever have. I mean, when you go back to the Michael Keaton movies, they spent more time on the Joker, the Penguin, and Catwoman than they did Michael Keaton. Yeah. And you look at even the Dark Knight, they spent more time on Joker and, and, and Harvey Dent. So I yeah. think that this is a movie that they're really going to dive into the duality of Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think the suit looks the best out of all of them. I think that he has potential to be the definitive Batman. I think Zoe Kravitz has potential to be the definitive Selena Kyle and Catwoman. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at her, she looks straight out of the comic books. She looks good. Yeah, she looks good. Costume, hair, everything. She looks great. This Riddler looks like he's going to be menacing and evil, and he's written like the Zodiac Killer. The mm-hmm. they, they did a lot of uh, on-location shooting. Um, 
it looks like it's going to be a, a just a visually beautiful movie, but also dark and gritty. And it looks like it has potential to be the ultimate Batman movie. And I know that that's me putting a lot on it uh, because mm-hmm. there's, I mean, Batman is a, like you said, he's an important character and there are a lot of people that have a lot of opinions on a lot of Batman movies. So um I'm trying to manage my expectations, but <laughs> I, I couldn't be more excited for this movie. Yeah, I'm glad that they're they're doing a really good mix of the comic booky feel and also the gritty feel. Like I, I I really like that the 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 costumes, the Batmobile, it's all very um, you know Gotham looks. It, it looks very uh, comic book come to life. But then you get to things like. Uh, the Riddler, where, you know, the Riddler would not really work on screen if it was, you know, silly and comic booky. So they, right. they decided to do a more twisted version. I think that's a really good idea. I think a, a twisted serial killer Riddler is, is going to be really cool. I think that, uh, who's the other one? Penguin, right? Penguin's the other villain. Penguin. Small little role from what I understand, but yeah, he, he looks, Colin Farrell looks great as Penguin. In that's this. cool. Yeah. It's, there's a lot to be excited about. And, and you know, with the runtime of, of almost three hours that they're going to, they're going to spend time and develop these villains. You know, that, that oh, makes man. me optimistic. Um, I just, I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not rewatching this trailer over and over uh, like I am with Dr. Strange, uh, but I am looking forward to it. I mean, I, you know, when they had the original teaser trailer that came out two years ago, uh, mm-hmm. I watched that. I still watch that. I mean, that trailer gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I, I just, it does, man, because it's just the way that they have it set up, the whole, uh, they have that something in the way by Nirvana. I'm a big Nirvana fan, first of all. Nevermind's one of my all-time favorite albums. And that song is always one that I kind of just, like, skipped or let play, didn't really, you know, jam to. But now okay. I, I hear it come on, and I'm like, oh. Batman's gonna mess some people up, <laughs> and then the whole, the whole, you know, like, oh, who are you supposed to be? And he beats the dude in the face like sixteen times, and yeah, vengeance. it's just like, and and the other trailers that they put out, I just, I, I can't get enough of them. I, I'm so excited for this movie, and it, I, I really, I really feel like it's gonna be special. But um, I might be putting the 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 cart before the horse here. But Matt mm-hmm. Reeves and Robert Pattinson were doing an interview the other day, and they talked about they want this to be a trilogy. Um, I have my thoughts on that, but they talked about two things they want to do. I'm going to hit you with these one by one because I want to dive into them. The okay. first thing they want to do is a grounded Mr. Freeze. A grounded Mr. Freeze. What do you mean by that? I don't know. That's just what that's all they said. Oh, that's just that's what <laughs> they said. Okay. Yeah. That's a- okay. Uh, I don't know how to take that. I'm excited. I love Mr. Freeze. He's one of my favorite Batman villains. Um, I don't know what they mean. I don't. I don't know what they mean by grounded Mr. Freeze. I, I think when you look at Mr. Freeze in the comics, and definitely the, in Batman and Robin, he's just like big, this obnoxious suit. He's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has an ice gun. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah. That, <laughs> you can probably do something a little a little bit similar to Captain Cold, where he okay. doesn't have this like cryo suit, but he has mm-hmm. like the, he has an ice gun. So I think that maybe they they might stray away from him having a suit, or maybe there there's something that he has to do to stay cool or whatever. I don't know. But when you think about the character Mr. Freeze, it's such a tragic character. He's a right. villain not by choice, but really because he kind of has to to save his wife. Um, which is my favorite thing about mr freeze yes yeah i think when you look at a lot of batman's villains there's there's a lot of trauma and and mental illness that goes into a lot of these these villains and i I think that it makes most of them 
um, far more interesting than really any other villain um, in all of comics, to be completely honest. Yeah, well, Batman's got the best of both worlds, right? Like, he's, he's got really good tragic villains, and then he's also got really, really good chaotic villains, you know, that yeah. just want to watch the world burn. And, and Batman does it right both ways. I mean, Harvey Dent's amazing. Um, Poison Ivy's great. Like, the, all these tragic uh, villains are great. I just don't know how, you know, going back to the, circling back to the Mr. Freeze thing, I don't know how they build a grounded Mr. Freeze. Because, like, grounded to me makes, I'm thinking, like, grounded in reality, right? So he can't right. have his his freezing skin condition. He can't have his wife suspended in, in cryosleep. Like, that, that's, that kind of stuff makes Mr. Freeze for me. So that, that does kind of worry me. Um, I will, I'll, I'll give you my opinion on that after I watch the, this, this first movie and, and that, I'll, I'll tell you if I'm optimistic about it. <laughs> fair, fair. I, well, it, it, to, go, to kind of circle it back to what you said that they're trying to go for a bit of a realistic, but still make it feel like Batman. I think that's something that people may hold against the Dark Knight trilogy. I love those movies. Just watched them this mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, they're an annual watch for me. I love them, but they are almost a little bit too realistic, right? And so I think that if you could strike a balance between what Nolan did and something similar to maybe the, the Ben Affleck Batman where you still have it be, he's a comic book character. He's a guy that dresses up as a bat, yeah. right? And he's, one right. of his villains is an alligator and, and he's got Clayface and, you know, he's, and, and people like Mr. Freeze. So I think that, yeah, it depends on how they want to set up this world. Uh, but if they want to do Mr. Freeze, man, I, I'm all here for it. I think that if the more villains that you can do that weren't touched, um, yeah. in the Dark Knight trilogy, minus the Joker, um, I think the better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what speaking was what was the other one? Did you say there was there was one more? Speaking of the Joker, they want to do Death in the Family. Ooh, a live action Death in the Family. So for so people okay, that don't so know, that, that already implies that they need a Robin. Exactly. For people that don't know, Death in the Family is is when um, the Joker kills Jason Todd. Uh, the second Robin after Dick Grayson. So yeah, that would imply that that they're going to have, I would assume Jason Todd, I wouldn't imagine that they would kill Dick Grayson, but you mm -hmm. also have to figure, I mean, that would be quite a time jump uh, because this is supposed to be take place in year two of Batman's journey. He yeah. hasn't even had Dick Grayson yet. Um, but I think this would be a really interesting way to to do Joker again because it would mm -hmm. be just so different from Heath Ledger, you know, or even Michael Keaton. It's unestablished Joker that he's already tangled with. I'd love it if in this movie they even, you know, when they're talking about the Riddler, they're like, oh, this is like the clown all over again. Or some like little throwaway line to mm -hmm. let you know that like, oh, he's already, he's already dealt with Joker. Um, I would love to see, if they can do something like that, and then maybe like tease a Dick Grayson I mm -hmm. think you could get away with doing Death in the Family next, but but you almost want to wait until the third film. But if you're going to wait until the third film, then mm -hmm. you're going to end the trilogy on a really sad note. It's just <laughs> true, you know. I hadn't even so thought it's, about that. I it, to me, Batman. It feels like Batman needs to be. This is going to sound obnoxious. A nine movie saga. Like there's just so much you can do with him. To do it all in order, especially if, if that's your goal is to do a death in the family, you you need some breathing breathing room for 
um, for Dick Grayson to live, right? Right. Absolutely. Unless the only way they could have gotten away with that is if this was that this first movie, he already was like kind of like Ben Affleck, veteran, has already had Dick Grayson, and he's mm-hmm. got Jason Todd by his side. But you, I feel like, yeah, you'd need to tell the whole story of Jason Todd for that death to have impact, right? Because he's a yeah. he's also another tragic character of his i think it was his mom was killed and his dad died later maybe it was vice versa and he was just like this street kid that bruce picked up and he had all this anger and they butted heads and bruce told him he couldn't be robin for a while and then he came back and there was i think it's this whole story and so you can't rush that and if you do killing him doesn't have as much of an impact if you're gonna if you're gonna rush it and you're gonna do death in the family as the third one, I think the only the only good way to do it is to introduce Dick Grayson in the first one towards the end, not as Robin, and then maybe have like a post credit scene where where Batman invites him to be Robin, and then open up with uh, you'd have to do a time jump between the you second and or b- between the first and second, and then have Dick Grayson break off. Uh, from Batman in the second one and have the drama be, you know, the drama of the movie kind of has to do with that relationship. And then, you know, your, your satisfying conclusion of, of that move of the second movie is uh, Batman allowing Dick to be his own, you know, his his own character, his own Nightwing. Exactly. And then him taking on a, a new Robin. And then right. you open the third one with Jason Todd being the Robin. Yeah. I think that's the only way you do it, right? I mean, with three movies, that's not a lot of wiggle room. Unless they want to do, unless they want to introduce a Robin in a movie that isn't just a Batman movie. But this is, right. is so down, so far down the road, though. Because, I mean, didn't you say they don't want to do a, a a trilogy? This is an isolated thing? Or no, isolated no, 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 no. from the, from the yeah. DC uh, they- movies. They do want to do a trilogy. Yeah. So it's just not, okay, it's so, not part okay. of the closure, yeah. Okay. 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 I'm thinking of it in the wrong way. The one thing yeah, I will I say that they, that they could do, I know that they're doing an HBO Max show that's going to focus on the corrupt GCPD. Uh, Penguin's supposed to be in that too. So if you wanted Colin to do Colin Farrell Penguin? Yes. So okay. if you wanted to do some shows to sort of supplement this in a way where you could show Dick Grayson and he, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe you don't see Robert Pattinson, but Dick Grayson's in there and you get a glimpse of him as Robin. And then you could say, okay, off the major movies, this is going on. And, oh, I heard about this new Robin that Batman's working with. What's that all about? And then you can jump into the movie. You'd have to do it. If you weren't going to do it in movies, you'd have to do it in shows, which they could do and I'd watch, but mm-hmm. yeah. It's I would just, actually uh, like that a lot because I mean, a, a show just in my opinion, not to to crap on movies, but a, a show gives you a lot more time to fully develop characters. Mm-hmm. And and when you know the the shows that have been coming out lately that are only like six or seven episodes, like they they do a pretty good job of getting you into the action, getting getting you to care about the characters quickly, and and you know present a story that's that's good and satisfying and doesn't drag on. So Absolutely. I would be I would be pro show for. For the Batman universe, I would, whatever you call I, it. I would too. And I've always said, man, they if they wanted to do a high quality, like yeah, like a Marvel style show of Batman, there's so much they could do. And you you don't even really have to have Batman in some of them. You could do a 
You know, sure. like what Sony's doing. You know, they have a Venom spinoff and a Morbius spinoff. They mm-hmm. talk about Sandman mm-hmm. and Black Cat and all these other characters. You could do that with – you could do a whole show just on Harvey Dent. You know, you could do a whole show yep. just on on uh, Mr. Freeze, you, you know, or, or God, Ra's al Ghul. Good God, man. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's so much that you could do with that. So, I don't know. I, I have full faith that they're going to be able to pull this off. I just thought that it was really interesting that that was some, some of the things that they were thinking about doing and – I was just curious to see, to see your take on, on how they could pull it off. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you – I'm glad this was all on your radar because this is stuff I had not uh, heard of. Like, I had not seen this interview. I didn't know they were going to do a trilogy. So I'm glad that you got your ear to the ground about that. Uh, yes, sir. Makes me a little more excited about uh, about this first movie, not going to lie. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about it with you on the podcast. I can't wait to do our Batman countdown in a few weeks. Uh, but I think that's all I had for this week, unless you had a few other things that you wanted no, to talk about. Let's, let's call it a day. Let's take her on home. All right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us for a uh, free-for-all, so to speak. We've got a few ideas to uh, to hopefully share with you over the next five weeks. We are chipping away towards Moon night. Neither of us can wait, but there's a lot to hold our attention in the meantime. So, uh, again, thanks for joining us, folks. If you'd like to follow us on social media, the links are in the show notes below. Uh, If you are on YouTube, feel free to leave a like and subscribe, leave a comment, let us uh, know what you're thinking about uh, the Doctor Strange trailer and the Batman movie and all the other great things that are coming out in 2022. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Until next time, folks, keep on keeping on. We'll catch you later.